Hallelujah. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. It is wonderful, absolutely wonderful to have you all here this morning. There is a long-honored German Lutheran tradition for the pastor to start the sermon on Easter Sunday with a joke because the resurrection is the biggest joke God ever played on death and the evil one. So these three people died and end up at the pearly gates. And St. Peter has begun to discern uh, that biblical knowledge among the people is not as great as it once was. And so now he is asking questions at the gate. And it being this season, his question is, what is Easter about? The first person steps forward and says, Easter is a holiday where we make a big feast and give thanks and eat turkey. And St. Peter rolls his eyes. The second person stands forward. No, no. Easter is when we celebrate the birth of Jesus and everybody exchanges gifts. And St. Peter sighs. St. Peter now looks at the third person and says, Okay, tell me. And the person starts. Easter is a Christian holiday that coincides with the Jewish festival of Passover. Jesus, after having the Passover feast with his disciples, was betrayed by Judas and arrested by the Romans. The Romans then hung him on a cross and eventually he died. Then they buried him in a tomb behind a large boulder. St. Peter is impressed. Very good, he says. But the person continues. Now every year, they roll away the boulder and Jesus comes out. And if he sees his shadow, we have six more weeks of college basketball. And it's so with that big boulder that I want to begin. The text I read earlier said, and very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they, that would be Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that that stone, which was very, very large, had already been rolled away. 
Now, we are here some 2,000 years later, and things over those years have, been have become clearer and more certain from our vantage point. Many of us can proclaim this morning that what happened on that morning changed everything forever, that life no longer ends in death, but that now death is simply a new beginning, that all things are possible with God, that life, love, and justice will always ultimately triumph over greed and deceit, which is why we are celebrating this morning with all the joy and exuberance and beauty we can muster. But to really understand the meaning of Easter in our day-to-day -day lives, we must go back to the reality of that first Easter morning. The women were there because a terrible thing had happened. Dread and sorrow filled their hearts. Not only has their beloved friend and teacher been brutally murdered, but the dream of a new day, of freedom from oppression and hope for the healing of a broken world has been crushed. The promise of salvation and redemption stolen from them. But wait! When they get there, that huge block in front of them, that huge stone that separated them from their final act of caring to their Lord and Master had already been rolled away, already been removed. For a moment, that their confusion increases, as it always does when the answer to our deepest question is not what we expect. And then, a simple word of promise pierces the darkness. He who was crucified is not here. He is risen. He is going before you. In time, the faithful would realize that he not only goes before us, but he is ever with us. And now nothing stands between us and God's hope for us, as real and impenetrable as what stands between may seem in a very real and eternal way, it has already been rolled away. I think Christian Pyatt articulated my thoughts about resurrection when she wrote magnificently, and I quote, For me, resurrection is a process rather than a one-time event. It's more like how Martin Luther King spoke of the arc of history, 
bending as it does towards justice. God's ark for the whole of humanity is long, chaotic, and sometimes even violent. But it bends towards hope. It bends towards life. It bends towards love. That love, though not yet fully realized, is restoring love that is greater than the sum of the total destructive forces of humanity can muster. Resurrection literally means to make something right again. Though we are bent, bruised, and bloodied by life's darkness, God's love makes us upright once again. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but faith in resurrection means that our entire existence bends towards God's fullness. So what is it like to live in the shadow, in the brightness of that hope? The 91st Psalm says, it's like li living under the shelter of God's wings. And so, like I often do, I want to end with a story about living under the shelter of God's wings. A story first reported in National Geographic. After a forest fire, in Yellowstone National Park. Forest rangers began their trek up a mountain to assess the inferno's damage. One ranger found a bird literally petrified in ashes. Petrified in ashes, perched statuesquely on the ground at the base of a great tree. Someone sickened, somewhat sickened by the eerie sight, he knocked the bird over with a stick. Upon doing so, three tiny chicks scurried from under their dead mother's wings. The loving mother keenly aware of the impending disaster, had carried each of her offspring from the nest to the base of the tree and had gathered them under her wings, instinctively knowing that the noxious and toxic smoke would rise and if they were still in the nest, killed them. She could have flown to safety, but she refused to abandon her babies. She could have flown to safety, but refused to abandon her babies. When the blaze had arrived and the heat had singed her small body, 
the mother remained steadfast because she had been willing to die. Those under the cover of her wings would live. Our God, the eternal mother of us all, pays the price so we may not only live, but soar like eagles, run and not grow weary, live with hope and the promise of fullness everlasting. Alleluia! Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia! Alleluia.